Organized crime? Inside job? Who knows? Cops aren't saying. But yeah, obviously. <laughs> this, just, this doesn't just happen. Uh, but they haven't said anything for days about this uh, heist at um, Pearson Airport that played out Monday. And uh, so the Toronto Sun did some digging and they decided that they could get the answers and uh, provided a lot of what we're talking about in this uh, pretty crazy story. But this is $22 million worth of gold and banknotes stolen, according to the Sun, from a TD Bank and apparently shipped as part of an intra-bank transaction on, according to the Sun Air Canada. Who was on the receiving end? Don't know. But it weighed about 3,600 pounds, the initial amount which would have been $100 million U.S. or $140 million in Canadian. Uh, so the fact that the amount wasn't the full amount, they're saying this is $22 million bucks, um, is that uh, they could only move this portions at a time. But uh, let's go to the source of all this new information, because uh, the cops in this country certainly don't give it. Brian Lilly, Toronto Sun columnist. Morning. Uh, good morning, Alex. Pretty good uh, summary there. Yeah, whole, whole shipment, I'm told, was... Uh, uh, about 3,600 pounds of gold and, and as you heard, other material. And uh, part Baby of chicks? Missing. From Yarn County? No. Were there any baby chicks in, the, uh, in there? No? Uh, a whole bunch uh, stolen it. The, the other part was banknotes, I'm told. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah do those exist still? Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah, cash, greenback. Um, nonetheless, um, you know, it's interesting because it sounds funny, but then I was thinking because I watch May Day religiously and because I'm terrified of flying, like that's not a small thing because you need to know what's on the plane and, um, you know, gold uh, distributes the weight a little bit differently. So this could have had a big problem um, in weight distribution on the plane. So there are some very serious sides to this. So the plane came in Monday in the early evening hours and was offloaded. So, you know, I've reported that TD is involved. They have not uh, asked me to retract. They did decline to comment last night uh, after multiple attempts. Uh, so my guess is that this was headed to TD. Who the other bank involved in what was described to me as an intra-bank transaction is, I don't know. So one bank owed the other bank money. Uh, they sent gold, they sent um, cash. They don't just do everything by, uh, you know, digits on a screen. They had to physically move this. Um, my question becomes, so, so I've got two questions. One relates to the gangsters. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But on, on, on the company side, who eats this loss? Is it? Mm. Oh, I'm sure it'll be us. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it'll be us. Canada? No, no, because they, they yeah. have insurers. They do have yeah, this is this is not going to go through the federal federal deposit insurance corporation. So right. well, that's uh, good. Canada to know. was transporting it. Had TD taken possession or was it still the other bank? And then each company involved would had their own insurance for something like this. Which insurance mm -hmm. company is going to, to pay it? And there's a good chance they're all using the same one because how many companies are out there insuring gold shipments? Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, though, is that they've got bigger problems because, like, while the RCMP, uh, we don't get any information, it's like, well, could this be organized crime? Well, duh. Like, you just don't do this kind of thing unless you understand the systems. Um, and so they've got a few problems. They've got to look into who at Pearson may have been involved, but who at the bank or who at these other places. So there's a, probably a number of internal investigations going on uh, within, but they've got uh, a, lo a lot of questions to answer. They absolutely do. And I don't know, maybe it's just that you and I are both from Hamilton that we automatically think something from organized crime is going to be involved. Um, there were 
two <laughs> small things that uh, the Peel Regional Police wanted to push back on yesterday. One of them was, was saying, well, why would you say organized crime? I, I never said it was. I just said it could be. And I know some investigators are looking in that direction because this is not an easy sort of heist to pull off. Yeah. So and, and as we've discussed, possibly an inside job. The other thing they seemed really fixated on over at Peel Regional Police was that my initial report said they'd enlisted the help of the RCMP. And you saw in that news conference last mm-hmm. night, they said, oh, you know, well, we'll call the RCMP if we need to. We got a great relationship. I know. This and you're thinking, why are you so touchy about that? You know, I included the RCMP in my initial report because I know that between Monday and when I wrote my story, Peel Regional Police had reached out to the RCMP. Uh, the RCMP had yeah. engaged on this. They're not leading it. Um, which, you know, in Ottawa, they tried to to make it sound like that because that's what national headquarters does. But, you know, a bit of a a turf war between Peel and the RCMP over this is just a funny side story. Meanwhile, Nobody I got to be honest, though, though Brian, listening to that press conference last night, uh, the guy did not instill a lot of confidence. I mean, honestly, given given what we know about the RCMP, it's like maybe we're better off not having them investigate. The big issue I have is the fact we know nothing. It's not okay. This thing happened Monday, and we're only finding out Thursday, and we're finding out because you had to you know knock on a whole lot of doors. And we've somehow, this is not just in this, it's like every time now, and it's like we have to pull teeth to get information that in the United States would be out like an hour later. Yeah, and look, I understand that there is uh, information that they don't want out there because it could compromise the investigation, but it happened, and they didn't even want to acknowledge that it happened until they were forced to acknowledge that it happened. Um, I get why the companies involved don't want this. TD was having their annual general meeting for shareholders yesterday. (laughs) This is kind of embarrassing. You you know, you don't want that being on the front page as all your shareholders are gathering in a big ballroom in a Toronto hotel. But yeah. do we have the right to know something about this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it, but we've, we've allowed this because we've allowed it to normalize. We normalize this. So that's on us. So collectively, the media should be pushing, push, should have pushed back a long time ago. Said, no, 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 no. You come out and you say something because we just, oh, okay. Well, it's a police investigation. I don't care. We have a right to transparency. We know how this works. The, uh, the big question I think that the police should be asking is who didn't show up to work on Tuesday, right? <laughs> uh, you're, you're trying to figure out who stole $22 million. Did uh, Tommy uh, not show up for a shift on Tuesday and suddenly he's driving a Lamborghini when he wasn't making that much money before? <laughs> Those are types of things they might be looking for because, uh, you know, I don't think they've got a, a serious rundown on who this was. I, I, I think they're they're looking in certain directions, but, you know, if, if they had this, people would be arrested already. It's day five. Uh, and at this Well, they got point, cameras they everywhere at Pearson. I mean, they arrested them they all got cameras Tuesday everywhere. Told us yet. Yeah, well, maybe they'll tell it. Well, yeah, exactly. Maybe it's like that. With, out there, there's someone like Ray Liotta uh, talking about all the goods. And, uh, you know, some so we'll find out eventually. But it's just, again, we should have known this. So uh, it, it is, uh, it's one of those stories that gets an awful lot of attention. I, I don't have a lot of time, but I do want to get your thoughts, because um, I'm sure you're watching the announcement over at Volkswagen. We know what the federal government's paying. Oy, what's Ford putting in? Any, any idea what he's putting into this Volkswagen deal? Uh, it'll be about uh, $500 million. Um, oh, okay. So we're not. So it's. But, but, but oh. the Fed, let, let, let me be clear. I don't like these things either. I'm calling Volkswagen announcement today a um, uh, the other uh, bank heist. 
Um, it, yeah. It's about 700 million from the feds. And, and the rest that you're hearing, that 13.8 billion, my understanding is a lot of that will be tax credits, as in if you meet certain production targets, we're not going to charge you all the taxes. Right now, we're getting nothing from Volkswagen. Those are the types of things I don't mind, where it's like, well, we'll charge you less if you produce. Because if they don't right. produce, you get nothing. So I'm okay well, yeah. with that. I, I never love the direct subsidy. No, but again, and the other side of this is we need to know if they're ever getting a deal with the Ring of Fire. We're not getting these minerals without that. So it's a lot of assumptions. I've got Aaron Woodrick coming on in a minute, so he can kind of take us through the fine print. But the big thing, and we need to nail it down, is what do you do, federal government and Ford government, if you don't get those minerals? Because they don't have the deals, and it's it's a very big part of, of us cornering this market. And if we don't have the grid to charge all these cars. Right. Yeah. Well... Yeah. I mean, they've, they've mandated that we have to have these cars by way of 2035. Who's buying a car, you know, their next car, wondering, okay, what if I want to drive across Canada? Or what if I want to drive up north? Like, are there going to be charging stations? And we're really far behind on that. Absolutely. So lots of questions there too, Alex. All right. Good stuff. We'll keep watching. Thanks, Brian. Thank you.